to Ireland, keep these things in mind. If you're very clever, perhaps lucky you will find. Bring a four-leaf clover, and luck might be with you. You might catch him napping in the morning dew. When he grants your wish, he'll sing some Irish gibberish with me whack full of delight, Terry O'Day. When he grants your wish, he'll sing some Irish gibberish with me whack full of delight, Terry O'Day. With me whack full of delight. Not leather, two. Are they giving you an hour? Because that's that's what we're doing here. This is the Utsav happy hour mutiny comedy no rape open mic. Uh, that's what it's called. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Then you're banned. <laughs> okay. Are we starting this thing? Okay. How's it going? Okay, that's too much. That is far too enthusiastic. I want to make sure that this room is very tempered in all of its reactions, because I know, I know you guys are just always too much fun. And I want to make sure that no one has fun here. Okay, that is the stipulation. We're not having fun tonight. Okay, this is a this is an open mic. This is where you this is where you forge your jokes in the fires of people staring at you and not laughing. Okay, that's that's how this fucking process works, everybody. My name's Max Eddy. I am gonna be your host for about like until I <sighs> stop. Yeah, probably like it's probably like 30 minutes. I'm gonna be here for like 30 minutes. That's all I'm gonna do. And then Hunter's gonna take over because he is a better person than me. Um, okay. So here's the thing. Okay, so we're gonna do some rules. I like honestly though. Uh, give it up for give it up for Mutiny. Uh, I'm very happy to be hosting Joke Workshop today. Yeah, we're gonna make this one of the best Joke Workshop 
sessions ever. Okay, we're doing, we're doing. Okay, so typically, no, no, no. This is the second weekly installment of Joke Workshop. What we're, what we're doing tonight, uh, Mondays is like four minutes of uh, jokes, four minutes of feedback. Tonight you're gonna do one minute of jokes, and then four minutes of jokes, and then the whole time feedback. Okay. <laughs> So uh, if you don't like a joke, say it out loud to them while they're on stage, okay? Just say it, because uh, we promote, this is a free speech zone. That is not limited to the person with the microphone. Fuck that, dude. Oh yeah, free speech, but only if you have a microphone in your hand. Uh, that's not fucking free speech, okay? <sighs> Gee, America is what I'm saying. I'm reading this Hamilton biography right, right now, so I'm feeling very patriotic. Um, it's good. A question. Say again? Yeah, it's the Roncher Now one. It's the, it's the um, graphic novel based on Hamilton the musical. It's really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. They, this, guy, this guy, Ron, he saw this musical about Hamilton. He's like, what if I wrote a 750-page biography about this dude? Um, and it turns out, I don't know if you guys know this, uh, Alexander Hamilton, not Puerto Rican. Did you guys know that? <laughs> in the musical, he's Puerto Rican, but in real life, not even remotely... Puerto Rican, not even like a little bit, like he doesn't even, didn't have an accent or anything, he's from the West Indies, whatever the fuck those are, but not Puerto Rican, okay, there we go, uh, this is good, this is, this is, uh, this is what I want to be doing right now, uh, I do want to be here hosting this open mic, okay, um, oh, I actually, do I have, do I even care enough to tell you guys, fuck, okay, I do have a thing, I do have an actual thing I should work on, okay, um, actually, I found out something, uh, pretty awesome, you guys, uh, wait, is the music still playing, George? I hope so, that'd be hilarious. It would not, <laughs> objectively, that would just be an inconvenience, okay, um, I found out, I found out a really fun little game that you guys can play, uh, where you just mess with techies on BART. It's super fun to play. All you have to do to make a techie super mad on BART is just to pretend you've never heard of the company they work for. It's so easy. Like, I did it with a guy uh, on BART. He had a Google backpack on him. And uh, I, was, I just went up to him, and I was like, hey, man, that's a cool backpack. Where'd you get it? He was like, uh, I got it from work, obviously. I was like, oh, that's cool. Where do you work? <laughs> He's like, uh, I, I work at Google. I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome, man. I didn't even know they sold backpacks. <laughs> uh, and then his head exploded. Okay, um, you guys are giving the right amount of energy given how, how little I care about this. Um, Mark, I seriously need you to shut up. Um, just stop <laughs> this whole bit. It's a really, it's not even a bit. <laughs> You're just talking. Um, but uh, yeah, no, this is, exactly, dude, fuck yeah. Dude. dude, no, this is fucking, no, no, no. This is the one and only fascist open mic <laughs> in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, we are pro, if there are any anti-Donald Trump opinions, keep them to your goddamn selves, okay? Don't, if I will, I will, I will not only light you if I hear any anti-Trump talk, I will take another mic stand and beat the shit out of you, okay? That, the, these are the rules, you will play by them, okay? Um, have you guys heard of this Donald Trump guy, by the way? He's not a good dude. <laughs> See? See? Okay, the fact that no one took up a mic stand and beat the shit out of me shows me that you guys are not down for the fascism cause. Fuck you guys, okay? 
Okay, I guess I'll bring up your next person who's also technically a comedian. Um, okay, your next comics. Actually, uh, he was just uh, a lot of places, actually. You're just kind of all around. Uh, if you want to know where he was, you can follow him on, I want to say, Friendster. Uh, give it up for Utsa. Keep it going. Keep it going for free speech. Which my home country does not have. India does not have free speech. You guys know that? Uh, yeah, but it's decriminalized. So you can't. It's, it's not legal to marry a homosexual. It's just not criminal. So it's like, it's the biggest loophole to an asshole. <laughs> Is, uh, stop. I thought of that in the shower, and then I said it because Max Eddie was here. Who, who is not an asshole, okay? Um, he just believes in loopholes. Uh, thank you, Max. You are awesome. I will miss you dearly. Fuck, I miss Mutiny already, but I'm already here. Uh, India, hour? An hour? If I did an hour, it would be like about the last 10 years. I would like break it down chronologically, and it would have zero punchline for each. I would do like six minutes per year, and that would be 60 minutes. Oh shit, that's a great idea. It will be titled U.S. Return. Yeah? Are you on board? Hell yeah, let's do it now. Uh, the first year I landed was 2008, 2007. Oh shit, Obama got elected. And like all these Illinois people like rushed all over like Chicago and Champaign, Urbana. And it was insane, you guys. Like I was like, okay, there's another dude that just got you know, elected, and I, I ran along with them. I did not know that my future would become liberal because of that. So that's the first six minutes. The next six minutes is gonna be at 2009 where Obama was boring. I need to work on jokes, okay? Um, can I do that, please? <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I did travel a bunch. I, I went all over. Uh, I went to London. I went to Croatia. I went to India. Uh, I went to Serbia. Serbia has like the hottest girls and the poorest country which we talked about at the last mic, um, because I know that joke didn't work and you addressed that, it was great. Um, but also, like, traveling a bunch will make you like, observe weird shit about people, about transportation, and like, I realize people are a lot like cars. Everything about people is like the transportation and the cars of that country. Like, like a Volkswagen looks like an angry German. Like, a, or like a BMW, I am the ultimate driving machine, y'all. Like, that's what I feel like a German man looks like, a BMW or a Volkswagen. Like, like an Italian girl looks like a fancy, like, Ferrari that just, like, swings by with her hair, you know what I mean? And, like, just walks away, and you're like, I could never have that. That's what Italian women are like. I feel like Indians are like nosy auto rickshaws, just like, what am I now, you know? Yeah, maybe. You're not an auto rickshaw, though. You're like a Tata Mahindra. Just <laughs> it's, it's like our, our Ford escaped. <laughs> that's what you are you're an outsourced Ford escape Arjun energy that's Bengali right yeah oh shit did your parents grow up in Kolkata my dad came to America when he was 11 okay my mom died so I don't know anything about okay him. I'm sorry my yeah hey cheers to that situation um yeah people in Kolkata are awesome man they are yeah they have like the best fish ever if you want to like get uh jaundice or some shit you must go to kolkata because your fucking stomachs can't stomach that shit um more shit about transportation trains travel a lot in trains every city has their own transportation 
like naming for trains. Like we got, what do we got? BART, we got Caltrain, we got Muni. Uh, in Chicago, they got like the Pacific Northwest and they got like the Metra. Um, in New York, they got the Metro. In London, they got the Tube. In India, we got like the Rajdhani Express and shit. I have a solution, because like, if anyone traveled all those countries, like great touring comedians do, um, you would be really confused, right? So how about we just name all train lines, trains. That's it, just train. And then you would just get a ticket to the train, and you price it dynamically based on where the fuck you are, uh, and then you add directions to it, so you name them like North Train or South Train or whatever, and then you would name the train based on what direction it's going. Fuck. And then you would have to name it based on city so people don't get confused. So my solution sucks. On that note, I'm out of time. Uh, don't change the train system. Uh, it doesn't need to. And this joke will go nowhere like my trains. See you guys. Keep it going for public servant Utsav. Um, that was amazing. Um, that was, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, also, yeah, good for you for exercising your free speech rights getting up here. Um, but FYI, again, fascist open mic, no free speech rights. If you're listening on the radio, uh, all of these comedians will be uh, executed after their sets. So um, that's, I mean, I'm glad it's, there's a live stream. If you ever want to hear Utsav again, you will have to uh, go download uh, this podcast because uh, that is the last you will hear of him. Um, <laughs> On that note, uh, your next comedian is also a comedian. Uh, give it up real big for Mark Neuer. I'll wait. It's okay. Oh, no, I'll wait. I know, but he's, he has an intro song. This is not it. No, we're not both on the next set. You know this. Test, test. Here I am. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at... Friday's open mic with Max Eddy as the host. Oh my God, make it loud one more time. For Max Eddy, we got George behind on the board. We got Hunter Uniac on deck for hosts. But most definitely what we have is $2 donations. If you're ever interested in donating, there's absolutely this jar right here. Uh, Max Eddy failed to mention it, but I got, I got him covered. It's okay, I got his back. He also missed the loophole of me getting assassinated after my set, which I thought he was going to take, but he definitely didn't. I'm going to die after this. We're all dying for the free speech thing. It's not allowed here. So I'm dying after this. He forgot about to mention that. But I am also a comedian. My name is Mark. Do you know my name? You all fucking know my name. Stop looking at me crazy. The problem about being a, a stoner who has ADHD is I lose focus completely while I'm driving until I get behind a Ford, and I'm like, Ford, focus. Okay, I got to focus. There's my reminder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right, Big Dick Banerjee. Big Dick Energy Banerjee, ladies and gentlemen, is in the house. I'm getting some feedback, Big George. Oh, yeah, I got it. There you Bye, go. Man. There I am. Who's drinking? 
Yeah, that's right. Just meet Big Dick Energy Banerjee. I'm a terrible employee. I don't know, but you look like you probably work in tech. You probably do your code like a good boy. I, I appreciate you. I'll keep you in my prayers there, Mr. Mike. But I'm a terrible employee. They tell me, Mark, I want you to clean this table until you can eat off of it. It's, I eat ass, okay? It's, that's a really low bar to set for me. It's, it's, it's a really, it, your standard for how clean you want this table is very fucking low. It's very, it's going to be some tissue. You just, you just move that to the side. You just keep it a little, a little dirt don't hurt. No, a little shit don't quit. That's what they taught me in middle school. I don't know if they taught you in middle school. They taught me a little shit don't quit. You know what else they taught me? You are what you eat. And I just took that and ran with it. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just be an asshole for the rest of my life. That's why I'm a pussy. I won't even fight Max Eddie. I was, I'm like, all right, Max Eddie, calm down. I don't get your fucking britches in a, in a, in a little bit of a twist, okay? Don't get, your hair's already red. Don't get your face all red. I, I, I'm backing down. I'm done. I'm, I'm a pussy. I'm a, I am. I am. I'm a, I'm a pussy. I, I, you can go suck my dick. That's, yeah, that's, and that's, that's why I'm such a dick. It's just in the diet. I don't know. It's just in the diet. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, shut the fuck up. Thank you. This is, uh, there ain't no free speech zone in my fucking book. This is it's me, bitch. This is fucking me. You talk, I'm talking right back to you. It's no, this is not a conversation. How are you doing? You're doing it. This is some kids. I'm not going to get on them. They're fine. They're just, they're not. I work everything. I, I work it all. I, I, I do. I, you know what I mean? It just is what it is. I, I'm a comedian all the time. Shut the fuck up. I don't want an applause break. I don't want a fucking applause break. This is the worst. Fuck you. This is, <laughs> they don't want to heckle. They want to clap. They don't want. They, it's, 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 yeah. No, I'm a comedian all the time. A comedian at work. They, my, my boss loves it. He like, he's like, well, you got some new bits? You working up some new jokes? You're going to make me laugh? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fucking, I got a new joke for you. I mean, I, I, I save it. I'm like, I'll tell you later. I tell you later, you know, I come up to him, like, you want me to do anything? You got anything for me to work on? He's like, yeah, actually, I want you to stock this beer. I'm like, all right, cool. He walks away. I do too. I go and do literally fucking anything else. I go take a shit for like 30 minutes, a real good one. Rub one off even maybe. I, I have some time. 30 minutes is a long time. You get bored in the bathroom. There's nothing real at work. They got nothing in there. They have no fucking shampoo at work. He comes back, he finds me, he says, what, what happened to the beer? I like, There's the punchline. It's a good joke. And he laughs. It's a good time. And we're all, he loves me. He can't get enough of me. He thinks I'm hilarious. That's been my time. Thank you guys for sticking around. My name is Mark Neuer. Make it loud. Make it even louder for Max Eddie, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Keep it. You know what? Do whatever you want in terms of keeping it going. That, that is your call. This is a free speech zone. Um, again, we're back to free speech. We're doing free speech again. Uh, I was turned by um, Mark say, asking if I could uh, suck his dick, which I will. Uh, free speech, I'm for it. It uh, promotes fellatio. I like that. Um, it's good. Um, I actually got to get out of here pretty soon because I got to suck Mark's dick. Uh, and that's... <laughs> It's going to keep me busy for a couple minutes. <laughs> 30 seconds. There we go. Um, okay, your next comedian um, is a super nice guy, um, which is, I, a lot of people say that when they don't want to say funny. That's not what I meant. I meant he's a nice guy. Just a nice guy. He's a good guy. He's a nice guy. You're a nice guy. Give it up for Capital. 
<laughs> Your voice cracked a little bit there. You've been sucking dick too much? <laughs> oh, you're still here. I was going to make fun of you, actually. No, I was going to make... You say you're a comedian all the time, but you're not. You're an open micer all the time. Don't forget that. All right. Waste his time. Don't waste mine. Waste his time. Do not waste mine. My time is more valuable. <laughs> <laughs> How many of y'all take Bart? Anybody take Bart? Bart? Any public transit actually doesn't matter. They all suck. So, you know when you get on a packed bus or train or whatever, and everything's packed, but there's still one seat open? Don't sit in that seat. That's bus knowledge. Like, that's, you've been warned that something has gone down in that seat. Everybody who was on the bus before you was scared to get in that seat. So you should be scared too. Um, and sometimes you know why. Or sometimes you don't know why. Sometimes you just gotta trust. But sometimes you know why. Like, I got on the train the other day, right? And not only does this motherfucker have a seat open next to him, he got the seats open in front of him. Cause he's folded over the motherfucking chair like this. And you can tell he's having a bad day, but he had a great night. And then uh, as soon as I get on, he falls back over the chair and he's sitting back in his. But I know, okay, don't sit in that chair next to him or the seat's in front of him. But, you know, who doesn't know that and who doesn't know about the bus rule is tourists. Because right at the next stop, these two tourists get on. And I only know they were tourists because they looked way too fucking happy to be from San Francisco. They were looking around smiling at shit. No, there's too many meth heads and bills in San Francisco for people to be that, that smiley living here. So uh, they walk on and they sit in the seats. And then as soon as the door closes, this guy just lets out a huge belch, which I'm not gonna imitate, because I'm a smoker and it's probably gonna rip my throat. And then his arm just falls right on top of her head like this. And I expect him to like get up or move or like handle it in some way, but instead she just kind of leans forward and starts looking up at him all freaked out. And then she starts talking to her boyfriend and they're just chatting, trying to figure out what to do. And they both just start looking around for help. And unfortunately they see me and I'm walking over and they think I'm walking over to help. I really just wanted a better view. Um, but I didn't want to disappoint them, so I just... Plus, I figure, you know, they're tourists. If I help them, they're going to go back to their homeland and talk about me, and I'll be a hero. Like, that's the only reason I'm doing this is to get a legacy. So, might as well have it And I think they were Chinese. Um, so, I walk over, and I'm trying to think, how am I going to handle this dude? Big, greasy, 300-pound biker dude. Kind of looked like Mark Neuer. How am I going to handle this? I'm going to handle this the same way I handle Mark Neuer. I'm going to say a little bit, then let him say the rest. <laughs> so I'll lean out. Let's go. <laughs> I just go, my man, my man. And he just looks up and I go, and I just point over there. I don't even say a word. I point over there. And he sees her. And I expect him to be like, well, what the? it's not your fucking problem. He was like one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He was so ashamed. He reacted the same way I would. Like, Honestly, I think by the end of that conversation, we were friends. He was so friendly about it. I felt bad. But then, I'm still not going to sit next to the motherfucker. He still smells. Um, so then, right after our conversation, he falls back asleep. And then two minutes later, he throws up. All over himself, and a little bit on the tourist couple. And they start freaking out. I didn't, because I saw it coming, so I got out of the way. I think I skipped something. 
It's all right. I haven't done comedy in a week. Nobody missed me until I said it just there. Um, yeah. Mark missed talking. Um, yeah, I'm going to just end it there. I'm not going to waste all the time today. I already wasted enough time. Thank you. Give it up for Capital for... And I quote, not wasting our time. Thank you so much, Capital. Uh, I just want to let our, our radio listeners know, you may have heard some screaming children outside. Uh, we did close the door. That was just, uh, they were being abducted by Mark Neuer. <laughs> just, just FYI. Uh, so if you see Mark Neuer, he's a, we don't know if he's a pedophile, but he did take them. So, <laughs> so what he did with them, who knows? Still bad. Uh, your next comic is, uh, uh, I haven't met him before, but uh, he's been uh, having a great time over here, and uh, he's going to uh, give us some yucks. So uh, give it up real big for Michael Miles. Oh, thank you. Intro music. Uh, I love this. So there's like, we're talking about shitting and traveling and Google backpacks. This is my kind of show is great. You know, I am not in the tech industry. I look maybe like it, but I'm a tour guide. Just want everyone to know that's, that's what I do. I don't know. Even though I, I try to look as nerdy as possible when I get out, you know, so that's, that's my thing. I need the glasses. Um, so yeah, I, um, I might be the last guy that actually looks at the Sunday paper on occasion, but it's, it's kind of weird. Like, there's basically nothing in there, just ads and, like, a couple weird articles and, like, the travel section. And the travel section to me is, like, the weirdest fucking section in the paper because I'm into travel. I work in that industry, right? I'm kind of interested. But I look at it, and it's like, hey, now that you made your first million working at a Google, you can fly your, fly your own private Cessna down to Bali, you know? And then, yes, but they'll probably miss you, you know? So it'll take your job if you're too long. So let's take the shortest, most expensive vacation right now. And you're like, that's, who the fuck are they talking about? You know, this isn't me. You know, I'm, like, down in Bali in some youth hostel that's run down with a bunch of drunk college kids. That's my vacation, you know? But they're like 36 hours in Buenos Aires, you know? Because they think, you know, they're, they're going to take your jobs. So 36 hours in Buenos Aires, you land your Cessna at the private airport in Buenos Aires, jump out and go to the Palm Bar, then it's time to go to El Corazon for dinner, then you go to the nightclub, then you go to the after hours, the red after, and then you go to the beach and you party till dawn, then you have a leisurely brunch, then you go and take a 28-mile hike through the mountains, and then see the sights before you jump back on your Cessna, and five hours later, you're back at Google headquarters crunching code, you know, and you're like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> Thank you. What the fuck? What is that? I mean, that's insane. That's not me. My thing would be like uh, 36 hours in Thailand with food poisoning, you know, because that's what I just had recently. Actually, I just came back and it was like, you know, so uh, you've, you've landed and uh, now you're in the hotel and, you know, you were told not to try the shrimp, but you just had five giant prawns and it's too late now. So you jump out of bed and you run to the bathroom because that's what you have to do. And then you have to run before, uh, you know, the layer permeates this, the, the premium layer from the underwear. You have to lose the underpants, you know, and you get it there and you come back and you've barely survived. And uh, your girlfriend is very concerned. She's a saint, you know. But she's like, well, what's, what's wrong? You know, my, my daughter also had the prawns, but she's okay. But you look, like, really bad. Like, do you need to go to the hospital? And you're like, no, no, I'm fine. She's like, was it? And then she made this really fatal error, this mistake. It was inexcusable. She said, was it the prawns? And I was like, prawns! And that, that set me off. I had to, like, run right back again. And then, you know, take care of business, come back. And uh, this kind of went on for the next 36 hours. I won't give you all the sort of details, but they were bad. I took like three different kinds of medication with no discernible effect. 
I slept through for 36 hours, but that's kind of a lie because when you have food poisoning, you don't sleep the whole time. You have to get up and you wake up to yourself actually shitting uncontrollably. So you wake up to, I am shitting. No. And you like launch out of bed and run before. So I didn't shit the bread. I'm very proud of this. You know, but you have to go really quickly and then you do, you just have to destroy the underwear. You don't want to know what happens. You also have to make this really horrible decision between what gets the toilet, your face or the bum. And you do this wrong often because you've been taught when you throw up to put the face. But guess what happens? Always at the same time. You go and then, oh, 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 and then you just have to just, you have to destroy that underwear. It can't be seen. Your girlfriend's involved. She cannot know anything about this. It just destroyed the evidence. It never happened. So eventually I did get through it and, um, you know, uh, if a girl's with you for that long and, you know, goes through that horrible, horrible experience, it's really time to be thinking about marriage because she was a trooper, but not right away because she just lived through that horror. So wait a little bit and you should probably stick with a girl like that. So that's what I got out of it. Thanks. Keep it going for Michael, everybody. I literally had no idea what you were talking about, but your voice is very pleasant. That was a very nice listen, so that was good. Okay, I got to apologize to your next comic. He was actually supposed to go after Mark Neuer, uh, but I guess I was too distracted making sure Mark did not take those kids. Um, so uh, that's kind of, that's what happens when you have a fascist open mic, is people just think there are no rules. Fascism doesn't mean no rules, just FYI. We are, Mutiny Radio is the number one anti-pedophile open mic in San Francisco, just FYI, just so you know. We have 80 million listeners. They're all in Bangladesh. Um, okay, uh, on that note, uh, give it up for your next comic, uh, Peter Magyar. All right, thanks, guys. I'm a little full. Uh, I had a burrito across the street. It's really good. I, I ate it a little fast, so yeah. Thanks. I ate it a little quick. Uh, Arjun, right? Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I was talking to him for a second and he goes, oh, I had to go get some food. And so I see him sitting there and he's eating a bag of Cheetos and a Pepsi. I was like, it's not really, it's not really food. <laughs> That's a snack. That's a snack. Come on. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I'll take off my button up too. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I can't, I just, I envy that actually. I can't eat like that. Like it just sticks to me too fast. I work out, I do everything right. It just, it just sticks to me, right? I, I can't do it. So my diet is just, you know, it's, uh, it's all grass fed, organic, um, educated chickens and meats, right? And uh, mo- most of my, f- most of my food has to have a four year degree before I put it in my body. That's a, I watched a documentary once and it told me like, if your fish doesn't read, then it will kill you and you'll die from diabetes. So I, I stopped. I stopped doing that. Um, I uh, moved out here with my girlfriend not too long ago. Uh, and we live together, and that's always fun. Maybe a little quick. I think we moved just a little, little too quick, but it's always fun to learn, you know, how much you, you hate someone in a weird way. Like, I really love her, but at the same time, like, I also kind of really hate her. Like a, like a lot. No, but I love her. It's good. It's a good relationship. But we'll do things like we do relationship things. We'll go to uh, Home Goods. I don't know if you've ever been to Home Goods before, right? Probably not. Most people wouldn't go there. But what Home Goods is, it's a place you go buy things you don't need. A lot of things. It's like a, a Goodwill with new stuff that you don't need to buy at all. Okay? You go there, and I'm like, oh, what's this? It's a, a, a dog a toilet paper holder. Five bucks. It's on sale. Don't need it. I don't care, and she wants it. I was like, yeah, but I don't care. I don't want it in the house. Do not buy that. I hate you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
But, you know, and, and they always have the candles. The candles are one thing that I always go, because, you know, you want your, your place to smell good, right? So you get some cheap candles because they, they're ridiculously expensive. You know, if you've seen like $30 for a Yankee candle, why would I do that? I can make my own. I could, I could do that myself. But, I, I'm, you know, the names of them are funny, like Forest Mist and Sunny Breeze. And uh, I think one of them was uh, Beach Walk. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think this person has ever been on a beach before because a beach does not smell like a candle at all. <laughs> it's atrocious. It's the worst. It's so hard to be on a beach and catch those whiffs of just dead fish and seaweed. They don't know what they're doing. Definitely know what they're doing. Um, let's see. I am, uh, I was at this little festival, this little music festival, and um, I was looking at my phone. You ever get those emails from advertisements? Like, like I went to Starbucks once, and I, I put in my email, and now it just sends me things all the time. Like, oh, oh, the new latte is coming out. And I unsubscribed. Trust me, I did that, but it doesn't work. It, it does not work. They're just like, no, you just unsubscribed to this one email. We have more coming for you. So Starbucks sends me an email, and Starbucks says, hey, Peter, Starbucks thinks you need a chill. <laughs> I said, Starbucks, I need a... I need a job is what I need right now. I don't need a chill. I've been chilling. I need to work. Starbucks, I'm broke. Okay. You don't tell me what to do. I'll, I'll worry about myself. That's what I need. Um, but yeah, no, so, I, so I, I quit my last job. I was done with it and uh, I didn't know what to do. So I started lift driving, right? And it's like something you do around here. I feel like, like everyone just kind of lift drives or just randomly. So I started lift driving. It's cool. I mean, it's fun. Like you meet some cool people. You meet some not so cool people, you know, you meet some interesting people, not so interesting, some scary. It's really like you never know what you're going to get when you're lift driving. And, uh, but it's fun. Sometimes you have really interesting and eye-opening conversations. And not too long ago, I, was, uh, I had this guy and we had we just kind of small talk at first. And then he asks me, he goes, what's your spiritual journey? What's your spiritual journey? And right away, I knew how to deal with it. I went to a Catholic school my whole life. I knew exactly where this guy was going. He's going to try to convert me. I was like, oh, but I'm nice, I'm cordial, I want to get tipped. So I'm like, well, you know, I just really don't, uh, I don't believe, I guess I, I don't really, not that I don't believe, but I, I don't put a label on something I can't understand, right? I don't know. And he starts telling me about how he found his love for Jesus and how he, he saw when he was judging people, how he, how he found Jesus in that, right? And how when, when someone was sad or broken, he said, that's where I saw Jesus. And I thought to myself, I was, I didn't say anything, so it's nice. And I was like, well, this guy, this guy's batshit crazy. <laughs> uh, that's all I have for you guys tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks. I'm Peter Maguire. Keep it going for Peter, everyone. Uh, just for future comics, just know this mic is pro-Jesus. So any, any attempt to defile the name of the only son of God uh, will have you excommunicated permanently from the establishment. So uh, yeah, that's fascism, baby. Uh, okay, your next comic um, has a last name that I just can't seem to pronounce, you know? Um, I'm sure he's never dealt with it. No, I give it up. He has my name, so uh, if, he's, if you laugh at him more than me, I'm going to kill myself. I uh, give it up for Max Mawachanin. All right, keep it going for Max. And your host, too. Uh, <laughs> I think... <laughs> We can re we can reuse that if either of us is hosting. Yeah, that'll be it. You guys are gonna hear that a lot in the years to come. It's it's it didn't it's not gonna stop here. Hey, how is the Alexander Hamilton book by the way? Like, okay, I'm reading a Chernow's book on Grant, which is about the open mic at Grant and Green. No. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, I was thinking I want to read another one of his books. Do so you think that's a? It's, it is worthwhile. All right, this is this is now a book club, by the way. Is anybody oh, yeah. any Ron Chernow fans in the house? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, sperm is weird, don't you think, sir? Right. <laughs> uh, yes. Pedro. <laughs> <All right. laughs> now I have a sperm joke, guys. Let me tell it. Yeah, sp sperm is like an onion. Uh, it makes some people cry, and it goes great with eggs. Uh, conception, omelet, are we on board with that? I think it's... <laughs> you guys hungry? I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, so, uh, let's see. I, uh, I'm wearing a minion shirt. Uh, what are the odds? One in seven. Tr trust me, I have a degree in math. And six other t-shirts, so... That's how I calculated that joke. All right, shit. <laughs> Have you read any of other, Ron Chernow's other books? Just one. I can't read. Okay, you just. I, I was lying. Okay, you didn't. You know, you just. You've just seen the music. Have you seen the musical? No. No. <laughs> I want to see it too. I'm not a big musical fan, but actually, I, I, I'm down with musicals. I guess I don't. I, yeah, like a Book of Mormon. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's good. Are you Book of Mormon fans? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, my second applause break. I'm doing. I'm just crushing it tonight. <laughs> ah, shit. All right. So I, uh, I have a Cambodian stepmom. Anybody else? All right, just me. I, uh, my dad met her in Cambodia, so it was kind of like a mail order bride, except he picked his up, like he, <laughs> like he didn't want to pay for shipping. He, I was like, I'll just go get her, you know? It seems like an easier way to do it. Uh, she doesn't speak English well enough to kind of understand the nuance and the language. Uh, so, for example, she doesn't know, uh, really understand uh, jokes. Uh, so I'm not, like, running my material by her. I'm like, hey, what do you think of this sperm joke? Like, I've never, I've never brought that up with her. Uh, but recently, she and my dad stayed with me in my apartment, and uh, they wanted to see a video of me doing stand-up, so I showed it to them. And my dad was like, hey, not bad. You're getting better. And then my stepmom was like, uh, I understand everything that you say, but I don't understand why everybody laugh. <laughs> and I was like, which means, bitch, you're not my real mom in Cambodia. And in case, in case that ever comes up, I don't know, maybe you get adopted by Angelina Jolie. And I think she adopted a kid from Cambodia. So I'm sure that was probably the last time that phrase was used. If I had to guess, if I'm just throwing it out there um yeah so i uh yeah my last name is uh pronounced mawachanin which is uh serbian uh serbia is a country in eastern europe for those who don't follow the nba or professional tennis and utsav's right it's a poor country with a lot of very attractive women like which i didn't even realize that till i went there and to see like and uh it, yeah it's it's true he's he's telling the truth in case you, i'm vouching for his joke it's I don't even know. Am, am I about to get the light? Hope <laughs> he'll give it to me. <laughs> if I want it, I got it. All right, I'll. Uh, <laughs> I got two lights. What does that mean? Does that? That means I have an hour. <laughs> you like, you gain time if you like complain. You're like this sucks, and they're like, you gotta stay up there. Then this is a uh, dead body. <laughs> It's like a reverse psychology. It's like, I don't really want to be here. And everyone's like, oh, man, I bet he's good, you know. <laughs> he's about to crush it, I bet. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Keep it. <laughs> Keep it.
it going for Max, everybody. And by that, I do mean me, okay? God damn it. Uh, okay. No, no, no. But it's important that I make that joke because I am the superior Max, okay? That's why I retreaded it. I, uh... I did. I did steal it. Um, stealing's okay, though. Uh, it's fascism. That's I'm. I'm good to steal. It's in the. It's in our constitution. Uh, look it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, your next comedian uh, is pointing a camera at me right now. I'm. Hi, future Sergio. How you doing? Okay. Let's let's hang later. I don't know. Um, give it up for Sergio. No last name. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna dance. Hola, buenas tardes. Mi nombre es Sergio. Uh oh, you got the dollar bills? Uh, yeah, I ain't doing it then. Um, you remind me of my grandpa now. Um, hola, buenas tardes. Mi nombre es Sergio. ¿Cómo están? Um, oh, very good. Uh, wrong language. Hi, my name is Sergio. I'm an immigrant, and I'm here to take your jobs. All of them. <laughs> Porque todos ustedes son un montón de hijos de puta que no quieren trabajar. Now, in English, that translates to I'm happy to be here. Um, in case you're wondering, I am not part of MS-13. Did you guys know MS stands for Mara Salvatrucha? No? That is the best drag name ever. Yeah, but I want to know her real name, because you know Latinos have really long names. Her full name is probably something like Mara Sofia Rodriguez Montemayor de los Palacios de Veracruz Salvatrucha. Too complicated for Americans. So she goes by MS-13, yeah. If I was a drag queen, my name would be Anal Nicole Smith. Just rolls off the tongue. Now, I was offended when Trump assumed all Latino immigrants were criminals. For the record, not a rapist. Don't deal drugs, uh, never killed anyone, and I don't deal drugs. Uh, but if you need a hookup, I know this Mexican guy, he has the best drugs. Yes. <laughs> um, we Latino men get a bad rap in this country. We are not given any credit for boosting the economy with our cologne purchases. You can smell a Latino from a block away. We love to shower ourselves in cologne. We have a saying in Spanish that goes, por si me besa, por si me abraza, por si se pasa, uh, which translates into in case we kiss, in case we hug, in case we go too far. Um, have you met Latinos? We always go too far. I have enough cousins to have two baseball teams. And I have 17 nieces and nephews. I'm the only one in my family without children. Um, I didn't want to have to worry about losing the baby weight, so I had my tubes tied. Yes, I am totally for that. And turns out, butt babies don't survive. So yeah. When we immigrate to this country, we <laughs> when we get to this country, it's like going to Disneyland. Do you guys remember the first time we went to Disneyland? It's like, you were so happy to be there. You, couldn't, you wanted to do all the rides. You couldn't wait to meet Mickey. You were just happy to be there. You didn't go to Disneyland and want to vandalize it. You didn't see Minnie Mouse and have a sudden desire to want to rape her or kill her. <laughs> Some of you might <laughs> have this illusion she's into you. I don't know. <laughs> or kill Donald Duck or deal drugs at the Main Street Electrical Parade. No, you were happy. Happy people don't rape and murder. You know who raped and murdered when they got here? White Europeans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trump should keep them out. <laughs> we immigrate to this country because we want to work. We will do whatever it takes. Give us a job, we'll do it. We'll do the jobs you don't want to do. Hand jobs, blow jobs, 
any jobs. Now, when I arrived here, I had to take ESL, English as a second language, not to be confused with DSL. That's dick sucking lips. Although having DSL gives you extra credit in ESL. For the record, I passed my classes. Um, but I did have a hard time learning English when I first started. There are a lot of American wo English words that are spelled the same way but pronounced differently. Like, I read a book, I read a book. ¿Por qué, por qué hacen esas cosas? No. And, and then American names, you take the name Richard and you shorten it to Dick. Like the male genitalia. You can imagine my confusion when at the playground and a mom says, Dick would like to play with you. I'm like, okay. I, I guarantee you, no Latino parent will ever name their child Verga. It's not going to happen. Now, although Spanish was my first language, I don't get to practice it as much, so I've forgotten a lot of it. But I was dating someone who wanted to learn Spanish, and they wanted to practice during sex. So all of a sudden, I hear, yo quiero más duro, por favor, yo quiero más duro. I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. We broke up shortly after that. Not because of the sex talk, for religious reasons. Um, I mean, after all, I was raised Catholic. I still feel guilty when I masturbate. Because of that, I don't. I don't masturbate any more than once or twice a day, mainly to fall asleep. All right, you guys, that is it. My name is Sergio. Thank you. Keep it going for Sergio, everybody. That was fun. Also, you guys may have thought, oh, this is a fascist open mic. We are anti-immigrant. False. This is the most pro-immigrant open mic in San Francisco. Any non-immigrants who are here will be executed, okay? Just... You will be murdered uh, by me, because um, I like to do it. It's fun. Um, okay, your next comic. Uh, he said, I don't know why he told me to say this, but he said you guys should yell the entire time he's talking up here. <laughs> I don't know why. It was kind of weird. I was like, Arjun, do you, do you really want that? It feels like you would want you know them to be quiet or laugh during your comedy set. But he's like, no, no, no. I want them to yell. Um, and... You say, what did you want them to call you? The, the F word? Oh, the N word. Oh, you know. Just do either. Just do either. Uh, either. Yell the N word. That is the only thing. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. Uh, nerd? Nerd. Exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, he's our. <laughs> this is counting toward his time. Give it up for Arjun Banerjee. If you, if you fucking, if you guys say one more word that doesn't, yo, I, here's my goal in stand-up. Get really famous, make a lot of money, and then at one point just be like, hey, everyone, I'm ruining my career, live television, just the rest of my Conan interview, just be screaming the N-word. That's just, just tough. fuck, like, who knows, dude, because it'd be like ultimate performance art. I don't, uh, you know, I hate it when, uh, I hate it when, uh, when comedians talk, no, I'm kidding, um, I hate it. I hate it when girls make me wear condoms because, like, I don't have an STD, and I think it'd be really cool to have one. I uh, give it to me, you know, like that way. If my doctors are like, "Are you sexually active?" I'd be like, "Ask my herpes," you know. I got. I'm fucking. Who says I ain't fucking? Who says I ain't fucking? I mean, I know I look like I don't fuck. Like, I get it. No, I get. It. I look like I don't. It's like, but so even when I do fuck, I'm always like me. Really? No, it's great. It's wonderful. I, come on, dogs. That was a good joke. I'm gonna say it again, and you guys get one more opportunity. 
Okay. <laughs> what was the way we talked about it in this car? What was the way I was going to say it? You know, that was a different way. Because initially I was going to be like, and that makes me feel like a huge nerd. And that didn't work either. Well, shut up, Max. Um, I'm sorry. No. I. If you guys were yelling, I feel like that would make the set better. <laughs> like, it would at least not be silence. I can't believe you guys didn't like that joke. Anyways, you know, I'm an Asian, I have an Asian dad, you know, I mean, you know, I have an Asian dad. I mean, some people are like, oh, you're Indian, so you're not Asian, but uh, according to a map, yes, anyways, uh, so, you know, Asians' dads, you know, they got, like, my dad's constantly like, you doctor now, anyways, <laughs> my dad is Chinese, <laughs> a Chinese man, he's a Chinese, no, he's not, he's Indian, I got you guys, he's from Maryland, anyways. But he's, he was, well, he was born in India. I think I said that already. Anyways, I, uh, I hate you. I want you guys to laugh more at my jokes. Do you, is, is saying I hate you, does that make you want to laugh at my jokes? I found actually saying I hate you to audiences, they like it. They're gluttons for punishment. They're nasty little whores. Anyways, I, uh, you nasty, I was going to start, st yo, you guys like that joke. Yeah, you nasty little fucking slut. Anyways, I, uh, the other day I was talking to this nasty little fucking slut, and she, uh, no, it was just a regular woman, and, uh, she, actually, maybe she is, I don't really know her that well, uh, but she actually said this super sexy thing to me. She was like, you know, you'd be the perfect guy if you were white, uh, which is what Bobby Jindal says to himself every day. Uh, just wakes up in the morning, looks dead in the eyes like, yeah. Um, no, but my friends were like, hey man, you dodged a bullet, you wouldn't want to fuck a racist. And of course I would. That would be amazing. Can you imagine how hot it would be to fuck the racism out of someone? Like, I know, like I wouldn't. Like, what would really happen is she would just walk away from that experience as a racist, being like, man, Indians get tired easily. Like, they, their calves just give out. Like, they don't have any stamina. He didn't come, but, because he did it for like two minutes. Like, it wasn't good, dude. I'm good at sex. I love, yo, who here kind of is only okay with sex? Yo, mm-hmm. What is my other, uh, I wrote so many jokes recently. Everyone look away. Close your eyes while I look at my notes. Everyone close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close them. Close your eyes. I see. I refuse. I'm doing this one joke I wrote that I forgot. Everyone shut up. Everyone, everyone. Nerd. Shut up. Mm. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I, uh, you know, uh, since me too, I've started just explicitly asking for consent like at every step of the way. And some people are like, hey, man, doesn't that ruin the mood? But I've already done that. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Keep it going for Arjun, everybody. One of the best performers in the Bay. He almost had me believing that he's had sex before. <laughs> that, was, that was a masterful... Like, someone call Daniel Day-Lewis and tell him his Oscars are... Uh, uh, gonna, it's something witty. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm done. I know I've been putting so much into this heart, soul, and semen, uh, but uh, all of it's in there. But uh, I do have to bid you farewell. So no, thank, thank you, thank the masses, and thanks to our great leader, Donald Trump. Uh, uh, he is. Um, 
Uh, the one true something witty. Uh, okay, I'm giving it to your next host who's going to be here for the rest of it. Uh, if you've already performed, good for you for staying. I'm not. Uh, give it up for Hunter Uniac. <laughs> stoned right now so they're gonna be slow with the uh, walk-in music just want to let you guys know that it's great i'm hunter uniac i'm gonna be hosting the second half um a little bit about me i'm really broke you know like um i, I had a girl over last night we we're about to have sex she said hunter i want you to set the mood can you light some scented candles for me and i didn't have any so instead i just set all the scratch and stiffs in my apartment on fire like it was the same fucking thing she believed it too it's great though i um i don't do well in strip clubs guys i really don't I know. The last time I went to a strip club, I got kicked out for eating too much of the free buffet. You know, it's insane, guys. Like, I see, here's the thing: like, strippers are used to sexual harassment. Okay, chefs, not so much. You know, like, I think you guys think like, Hunter, you're under 200 pounds, you can't eat that much. How the fuck are you going to sexually harass the chefs? Here's the thing: I'm a long distance runner. I run three miles every other day. My best mile time is 5:45. What I'm telling you is, the chefs can't escape me. It's great. It's great. I um, was doing a lot of thinking last night, and I believe that Al Pacino is so Italian, he, sn he um, snorts Parmesan cheese instead of cocaine. Okay. I, um, I'm on day eight of quitting cigarettes right now, guys. I am. Yeah. This joke is going to be way worse than that applause deserves. It does, though. It does. But, like, it's weird. Like, quitting cigarettes, like, my erections have gotten a lot better because of blood foes there, you know? Sergio, we know you're gay. It's okay. <laughs> But it's, 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 they've gotten so much better that masturbation is now a fucking chore for me. You know, like I feel like I'm a, I'm a wife in a loveless marriage having sex with her husband. You know, like every morning I wake up, I'm like, really? Again? Do we got to fucking do this again? Applaud for me catching that microphone. Yeah. That was amazing. None of you guys saw it because you're all on your notes right now. <laughs> no, but it's like, it's fucking really every morning I look down, I'm like, really? Again? And it keeps on nudging me like, fine, let's do this. Did you gain weight? Jesus, hurry the fuck up. You're hurting my hand, shit. Jesus fucking Christ. My mother was right about you. I should have married Tom Cruise's dick. Okay, I'll work on that joke. I told you it wasn't gonna be good. I told you it wasn't. I, um, what else, guys? I um, was raised on construction sites. I was from like 12 to 20, which means I don't know what love is, you know? It's cool, though. It's cool. Like, I, my favorite part about working on construction sites was I was able to look my coworker in the eyes and genuinely, wholeheartedly tell him to go fuck yourself. And he'd be okay with it. You know, now I say to all my coworkers, they start curling up into a ball and crying, just going, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words want to make me fucking kill myself. You know, it's insane. People just, people want too much out of work. You guys know that millennials, one of the top things they look for in a job is it for, for it to be fun. They want work to be fun. If you don't get this, you're part of the problem. They want, if you're having fun at work, it's because you're fucking drunk and you're not working. It's insane, guys. It's insane. Like, my boss, she said something to me that pissed me off as I left for work the, uh, the other day. Like, I was leaving for work. She looked at me and she said, thank you. For what? She said, for doing your job. Like, no, you thank me twice a week by giving me money. You want to thank me more? Give me more money. All right, this is going nowhere. I'm going to keep on going, though. Yeah, yeah I'm just what I'm doing, Paul. No, but it's fucking, it's, it's crazy. Like, where the fuck was I going with this? One of the side effects of nicotine withdrawals is you have a horrible memory. It is, guys. Like, I don't know what the fuck am I doing up here. No, what was that? Um, she said, fucking, thank you. And I'm like, it's, 
crazy because I work six days a week, okay? It takes me 30 seconds every day to turn around, look my boss in the eyes, go, no problem, and walk away, all right? That's fucking six days a week. I work, that's three hours a year. I'm at work not getting fucking paid to do shit, all right? So what I'm saying is, go fuck yourself, my boss. And then I said that to her. She curled up in a ball and started crying. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words want to make me fucking kill myself. All right, I'm trying to make that a callback. It'll, it'll go, I'm sorry. It'll work. It'll work eventually. My, um, it was Mother's Day recently. Bought my mom a, a Mother's Day gift. It was Mrs. Doubtfire. You guys know that movie? Fucking love that movie, yeah. It was the first movie we ever saw as mother and child together. She thought it was very heartwarming. But what she fails to realize is Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is the story of a failure as a father dressing in drag, and then succeeding as a mother. You know, so I pretty much threw the DVD on her bookcase, and I was like, step your fucking game up, bitch. All right. Had sex with a raver last week. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. I knew she was a raver because we had sex the first time. We used a glow stick condom, which means we broke it before we used it. Now she's calling me. All right. All right. I should leave you with one more joke. I, um, hey, guys, why do hospitals have gift shops, gift stores? Why? Because every theme park needs one and death is the last final ride. Yeah, not a fucking joke. I'm quitting cigarettes. If I can't get what I want, you guys can't get what you want. <laughs> and with that being said, you guys are going to really want to see this next comic. I love him to death. Everybody, give it up for Paul Conyers. <laughs> Honor system. Hey guys, how are you? Super. Um, all right. I I reached a, a comedy milestone last week. I was sexually assaulted on stage. Mm-hmm. I wish uh, I wish there were some girls here because that's where the 77 cents on the dollar comes from. The fact that I get applauded for being, you don't know what happened. I didn't go into detail and you're like, isn't that adorable? That's so funny. That's why, that's why we get paid more. All right. That's, that's the charge. Um, no, I, I was, uh, I was on stage and, uh, a guy walked up and, uh, he was actually just kind of, it was a stage j just like this. And a guy was super drunk, just kind of walked by and just, grabbed my dick and just kept on walking and yeah not making this up at all and uh and where was i was i at like in the heart of the tenderloin and was this some you know like very flamboyant little twink no this was like this was in the central valley and this fucking this guy who had like his beer gut hanging over his khaki shorts with his new balance shoes uh, that's i i do an open mic twice a week at a gay bar in san francisco not a breath of trouble but i do one show in like god's country in the central valley and i get like my cock groped and that that's why like you know sometimes you'll hear like guys like homophobe remarks like uh like oh man i don't want to go to san francisco get a bunch of bunch of gays jumping on me and stuff like dude like hands down the the greatest threat for of homosexuality to straight white guys is straight white guys it's not even it's not even because we're cheeky we're we i'm i'm no i mean i'm not i'm not gonna grab your dick while you're doing a performance but you know i'm not uh but yeah i mean like if my friend is at the beach and he's taking a nap yeah i'm gonna give him a raspberry it's just it's just in our it's in our dna um but uh yeah I, that that uh so yeah that that's my sexual assault story um 
it was yeah i'm glad i got that applause break uh god i lost my i lost my page on my notes you know what's fucked up is that like you guys you know in your notebook there's that one page that it just will open up to automatically and you know no matter like how much you mark it like this one is the one it opens up to and it was when uh another comic was trying to teach me calligraphy and i just wrote the word butt stuff a bunch of times in like fancy writing so that's sums up my comedy uh Oh yeah, the guy afterwards, you know, because I didn't say anything because I was like, hosting the show, so I was like, whatever. And then afterwards, I was over by the bar, and he was like, "That was cool, right?" I mean, you were talking about your dick, so I thought it was cool. I was like, "That logic's airtight," but I don't know. Uh, like, if you, if I'm talking about my car, can you just like walk out like it's my Prius now? Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Guys and dicks, so weird. You know, I used to. Uh, I, so I, I played college basketball and uh, I would I would take these long road trips with the team and uh, we had just you know this was before smartphones so we just had to talk to each other and uh, and we, we would play these games of like you know hypotheticals and stuff and the big one was like hey would you suck someone would you suck a guy's dick for you know for like a for a new house or to you know to save your best friend's life or whatever and uh here's a lesson i learned if you're uh if you're a freshman on the basketball team and you're trying to make friends with the cool players uh and they ask you the would you suck a dick game let them finish the sentence all right because <laughs> you're like paul would you suck a guy's dick i guess so for a billion wait what <laughs> <laughs> Thought we were in college, guys, you know, <laughs> here to experiment. Well, got nine hours till Portland. Anyone got to want to hit the back seat, find out who we really are? <laughs> I mean, I pro I mean, you know, a billion dollars. I'd suck a billion dicks for a billion dollars, probably, if I had to. What a weird time for Rachel to make her appearance. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is great. I don't know. I'd. I mean, I'd probably jerk a friend off if he asked me nicely. I mean, if he like, if he broke his his arm skiing or something, and he just needed a friend, like, yeah, I'd do that. You know, my black friends were like, "Well, that I would never let you do that," and I was like, "Well, I said skiing, so you're not eligible." <laughs> Ooh, all right, man. All right, I'm leaving on that impromptu tag. Thanks, guys. Conyers letting out his repressed homosexuality on stage. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I like how you turned to a random page of your notes and it was butt stuff. Like it was the whole theme. It was great. It was great. In calligraphy too. I don't think a straight man knows how to write calligraphy. Yeah? Okay. All right. Speaking of homosexuality, I was at a wedding last week. That was fun. I like how Sergio perked up really fucking quick. But now, speaking of, I was at a wedding last week. Weddings are fun. Um, at this wedding, they had this tradition called the money dance. You guys know what that is? Yeah, you walk up to the bride, present her with a certain amount of cash, and then you get a dance with her for a final farewell. And I think it's a great way to start off a lifelong commitment based on mutual trust, love, and respect for one another. You know, have all the guys at your bachelor party shower your wife with singles for a private dance. What does that have to do with homosexuality? They can get married. <laughs> Did you not see what happened in India a couple of days ago? Yeah, it, it was a jump. It was a jump. Yeah. Still going on. Um, oh fuck, now I forgot that thought. Nicotine withdrawals are horrible for your memory, you guys. I'm going to be up here saying I forgot like every other fucking... 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I want everybody to boo Origin right now. And now, everybody, I want you to start clapping for this next com comic right fucking now. Give it up for Xavier Compost, everybody. Right, with that very ethnic intro, I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, that I I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> like, all right, this should be cool. Oh man, uh, I, I I moved to San Francisco. I moved back up here pretty recently. Uh, like all people, I had to like furnish the apartment, right? Because there's like there's giant windows in every one of these like houses in San Francisco. So I at first I thought I could get away with it, right? And then like I woke up and there was an old man staring at me from across my balcony. And then I thought, what the f So I was like, oh, okay, well, may well maybe that was just like a, a weird thing. I wake up the next day, and he's got a little chair. And he set up camp, and he's like, me and you, buddy, every morning. And I was like, uh, I don't know. So I go on Amazon.com, like you do, and I order the cheapest blinds that I can get. What I didn't know is that San Francisco windows are so big that the cheapest blinds you can get will only come down to about right here. So I think I have my problem just solved, right, in spades. Then I'm drying myself one day and I realize I can't see him. But he can see me in the most unflattering way that I can think of. And uh, like, I don't know, furnishing this apartment has been really tough, man. Like, uh, like I, I got a queen size bed, not to brag, not to brag. But uh, you know, like I keep a twin comforter on it. That way everything looks bigger when I'm laying down on it. That's like a little, that's a life hack for everybody in here. There's only one woman in here, so I'm not going to objectify her. <laughs> no, but like seriously, have you ever woken up with like a tent? You know, you know what I'm talking about. He looked, the smirk was too real, baby. The smirk was too real. Um, now imagine how impressive it is when you see all four corners of that blanket shoot up in the morning. It's great for your confidence. No, now when I have someone sleep over, they get that blanket, and I got to sleep in this fucking jacket that everybody seems to love so much. Oh, man. In San Francisco, though, it means I'm doing okay. It means I'm doing okay. I, I way overpay for my, for my place, which sounds like I'm bragging again, but it just hurts so bad. I got to tell you about it. Oh, my God. I, I waited for the applause on that one. I was like, no, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> oh. Man, being in San Francisco is weird. I, there's a lot of gentrification going on. People talk about it like it's a big problem. I feel like it's when white women take arts and crafts just too far. They're like, no, we painted a nice little mural on it, and then the rent raised, and then oh, you're like, oh, this is still a business. This is still a business. <laughs> this arts and crafts gone way too far. It's weird being in San Francisco because I'm a Mexican kid, and we're only painted on those same murals. And they're just like, oh my gosh, the 3D tech in this city is amazing. It is amazing. How is he doing it? <laughs> uh, I miss Southern California sometimes because mainly the weather. the weather. You're in the mission, so you guys, I live by the bridge, and it's just like a fucking swamp, ugly land every single day. But um, I think uh, I, like, I miss the touristy stuff the most. I've got it, right? Like, uh, when it, like when I'm down there, I like to go to Disneyland. Right? Like Disneyland's pretty fun. I think the, the weirdest thing about my relationship with Minnie Mouse, though, has got to be uh, figuring out if she wants me or not. Every time I see her around, I get this weird, weird vibe. Am I not supposed to know about her very public relationship with the other 
world famous mouse. Come on, Minnie. You're playing yourself. I saw her the other day. She's covering her eyes with a bow. So sexual. So sexual. Who is that for? I'm starting to look around Disneyland. Is that for me? It's been a little while. I don't know how she knows that, but I turned the corner. She got her hip out, hand over the lip like this. What's your dirty little secret, Minnie? What is it? All of a sudden, uh, welcome to the happiest place on earth. This is your magic kingdom. Whole new meaning. Whole new meaning. My other favorite is she has something like shoved in her mouth. Those pretty little lips wrapped around something just driving me wild. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to end on this. Uh, <laughs> it, like, it didn't matter what it was. It's like a, like a straw or like a piece of food, like some hot dogs, uh, some chocolate. It's like we're either trying to teach the little kids all around the world a really, really fucked up lesson or she's saying there's a chance. She's saying there's a chance. I'm going to let you guys know. I'm going to let you guys know. My name is Xavier Combos. Thank you so much. You said you couldn't believe you'd finish on that. I already finished on it. Like five, five seconds before you said that. It was great. So you said pretty little lips. I'm like, mm, I'm done. Yeah. I need a cigarette. Not because I, I'm quitting, but because like pre-coitus. All right, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, post-coitus. I don't know. Yeah, see, fucking quitting cigarettes is hard, guys. It is. It is. This next comedian, I fucking love the shit out of her. She helped me put the fire for tonight's show. Everybody, can I get one, one clap right now? Just one clap. Give me two. Give me three. Now keep them coming for Rachel D. All right, so uh, you guys all know I'm 40, right? Um, uh, yeah, Max still surprised every time. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I get weird reactions all the time, right? So like last week I told a guy at a bar that I'm 40 and his reaction was, but you're so pretty. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. So I uh, drop kicked him and choked him out. Yeah, because he's a dick. I don't know. It made me start to think, like, what are 40-year-olds supposed to look like? Like, when we turn 40, are we supposed to grow a hump, you know? You know, maybe, like, some, like, 40 warts, you know, just to designate, let everyone know I'm 40. I don't know. <laughs> I get it. I don't act like I'm 40. Uh, people get confused for lots of reasons. Um, I think mainly my secret, though, to maintaining a unfortyish look would be um, mostly just sunscreen and yoga and um, maintaining the emotional maturity of a 14-year-old. Yeah, that's where. I, yeah. So, for instance, uh, last week I was in LA and I was making out with this guy in the back seat of his car, like a 40-year-old. And uh, the, it was getting all steamy, the windows are getting all foggy, and then the windows got all lit up uh, with blue and red lights. <laughs> yes. So I froze, uh, mainly because I was kind of having a flashback to the conception of my child. But then I looked at my friend and I was like, I just looked at him like, you know, what do we do? Because I figured he would know, right? Because he's not white. And um, then we heard, Put your hands where we can see them and step out of the vehicle slowly. 
<laughs> I was like, oh shit, this is legit happening, guys. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get killed by the LAPD. Like, so, <laughs> so I do. We, 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 we put our hands out the window, you know, we step out of the car and um, I'm standing there like I stepped out of the back seat of a car and I'm standing there. My hair is like obviously a bit, you know, disheveled. And um, I notice that my dress is um, half off and I have like a new fresh smoky eye, you know, that wasn't there earlier. You guys know how, how, how a girl gets a new fresh smoky eye, right? Blowjobs, blowjobs, yes. So I'm standing there, you know, with my dress half on, <laughs> messed up hair, smoky eye, and I look at the police officers, and they're, they're stand, they're, the car is there with the doors open, and they're standing behind the doors, guns drawn. I was thinking, like, dudes, what do you think you were rolling up on? Like, what, 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 what uh, criminal activity requires guns? Um, with a like obviously misty back window of a car. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm standing there and it's really surreal. Like I was just thinking like, okay, so they're not gonna shoot me cause I'm white. Uh, but then I'm looking at my friend like, oh, uh, tough luck, man. And they were standing there and, and, the, and the police officer gets a concerned look on his face and he kind of leans in kind of like Kind of like when you like get down on the same level with a kid that you really want to talk to, you know, you like make eye contact. He's got this really weird like concerned look and he's like, Miss, how old are you? <laughs> you guys, I was legit almost arrested for underage prostitution. <laughs> at the age of 40, right? <laughs> so at this point, because I already knew I was gonna turn this into a bit, I literally <laughs> dropped my hands and stopped my foot and I was like, I'm 40! And they both laughed at me, holstered their guns, and then one of them said, what are you two doing here? And my friend goes, stand up comedy? <laughs> 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 to which they like laughed again and then just told us to go along our way. Um, we get in the car, we're driving along, and uh, I said, you, you don't understand, you are so lucky I was with you. And he's like, yeah, my tags were expired. <laughs> like they didn't even notice. And I was like, no, 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 you are so lucky that I was with you because otherwise you would have been a dude in the back seat of your car with your pants down by yourself. I don't know. I'm still trying to work that one out, but it happened. Um, <laughs> I was pretty much uh, either shot by the LAPD or um, arrested for underage prostitution. You know, but I, I'm going to just take it as a compliment. You know, it's like probably one of the best compliments I've received from the police. I don't know. What else? Oh, so I, have, I don't have anything else I really want to work out right now. So thanks, guys. Rachel D. The calling and the bearing of the land. Keep it going for Rachel D, everybody. You guys, guess what? You made it. That's fucking it. Give yourselves a round of applause. Fuck yes. All right, too much, people. It's an open mic. You don't deserve that much. Now I'm fucking with you guys. We do this every Monday and Friday. You guys know the drill. Have a safe night. If you're going to go to Michael Collins Irish Bar, there's another mic over there. Hurry the fuck up and get there. Because I'm just totally
the sinking of the sun A deep breath of submission has begun Interrupting my train of thought lines I'm lonely too
that someday I will be your guy.
Cisana. Cisana, c'est ma femme. C'est ma femme puisque nous sommes mariés depuis plus de 17 ans maintenant. Elle était très gentille auparavant. Je lui disais, Cisana, donne-moi de l'eau. Et elle m'apportait de l'eau à boire. De l'eau claire, hein? Très bonne. Je lui disais, Cézanne a fait ceci, et elle faisait. 
fait cela et elle obéissait. Et moi, j'étais content. Je regardais tout ça avec bonheur. Ah, je te dis que Susanna, Susanna était une très bonne épouse auparavant. Hein. Seulement depuis quelques jours, les gens-là, ils ont apporté ici la condition féminine. Il paraît que là-bas chez eux, ils ont installé une femme dans un bureau pour qu'elle donne des ordres aux hommes. Aïe, tu m'entends des choses pareilles Et depuis, toutes les femmes de notre pays parlent de la condition féminine. Maintenant, je dis à Susanna, donne-moi de l'eau. Elle répond seulement que la condition féminine, euh, il faut que j'aille chercher l'eau moi-même. See a podcast. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Time and we're ready to groove in the mission for the 6th annual Noise Pop Block Party. It's free, Saturday, August 18th from noon to 6 p.m. with bands Empress Of, Jeff Rosenstock, The Marias, The She's, Small Crush, The Total Bettys, and more. Come to Mutiny Radio for special programming all afternoon, including live comics, karaoke on the radio for donations, and interviews with main stage bands. Bring your family, friends, neighbors, and dogs on August 18th to benefit Mission Language and Vocational School and celebrate the peak of sunshine. For more info, check out the Noise Pop Block Party website at www.20thstreetblockparty.com. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up a excellent mix of jazz latin gospel hip-hop and traditional folk ballads great stuff check it out labor and love is every saturday 10 a.m to 12 p.m serve somebody
out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage in the mountain red. 